Hello, this is Nikdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 13th of June. India has 11,458 new coronavirus cases as of Saturday morning, the highest single-day spike, including 386 more fatalities. The total number of cases now stands at 3,8,993, while the death toll is at 8,884. Prime Minister Narendra Modi is all set to hold another round of video conferences with chief ministers next week. On June 16th and 17th, Modi is scheduled to hold an interaction with state chief ministers with the second day of the video conferencing set aside for chief ministers from states such as Maharashtra, Delhi, West Bengal, Tamil Nadu, Gujarat and others which are seeing a higher spurt in cases and death numbers. Congress leader Rahul Gandhi on Friday once again attacked the center over the coronavirus crisis in the country. In a tweet Gandhi said that India was firmly on its way to winning the wrong race, referring to the country moving up to the fourth position in the world for the number of coronavirus cases. He called the crisis a horrific tragedy resulting from a lethal blend of arrogance and incompetence. Meanwhile, estimating that the 90% dip in public transport ridership volumes during the lockdown is unlikely to pick up anytime soon, the Ministry of Housing and Urban Affairs has called on states and union territories to come up with an alternative mode of transport and encourage and revive non-motorized transport such as bicycles. Early evidence indicates that while males overall bear a higher burden of the coronavirus, females have a higher relative risk of COVID-19 mortality in India. Data collected till the 20th of May revealed that the overall case fatality rate amongst males is 2.9%, but it is significantly higher among females at 3.3%. The new study reported in the Journal of Global Health Science has said that these findings call for equal if not greater attention towards female for COVID-19 care. The Supreme Court on Friday said that no coercive action will be taken against private firms which failed to pay full wages during the lockdown period, adding that industries and laborers needed each other and efforts should be made to resolve dispute over wage payments. The court has asked states to facilitate settlement between firms and employees over wage payment and submit reports before the labor commissioners. It has also asked the center to file an affidavit within 4 weeks on the legality of the March 29th circular that mandated full payment of wages during the lockdown. Meanwhile, the ICMR has termed the lockdown phases as successful in containing the rapid spread of the virus. Less than 1% of the 26,400 people randomly chosen from 65 districts with varied caseloads were exposed to the coronavirus in the first month of the national lockdown. This is based on the first phase of a nationwide sampling that checked for the pandemic spread via testing for antibodies. After all the controversy and questions over the app being made compulsory, the central government told the Karnataka High Court that having the Arogya Setu mobile phone application was not mandatory for those traveling on trains or flights. The total number of coronavirus patients in Maharashtra has increased to 1,1141 today, including 3,717 deaths. Tamil Nadu is the second most affected state with 40698 cases. It is followed by Delhi at 36824 cases, Gujarat at 22527 cases, 
Uttar Pradesh with 12,616 cases and Rajasthan with 12,068 cases. Maharashtra, meanwhile, has reduced the price of coronavirus testing at private labs. The state health minister Rajesh Tope has said that the test will now cost 2200 rupees while it would cost 2800 for the collection of swab from home earlier it was 4500 and 5200 rupees respectively the state government has also allowed the use of homeopathy and ayurvedic medicines as immunity boosters to prevent covid-19 The Bombay High Court has said that the pandemic has shown that despite constitutional guarantees the dream of establishing a society with equality of opportunity remains distant. The national capital has seen a rise in the infection rate and the number of patients recovering has also come down over the last one week. The total number of coronavirus cases in Delhi now stands at 36824 while the death toll is at 1214. The state's health minister Satyendra Jain has said that if the municipal corporation of Delhi claims that the number of COVID-19 deaths is over 2000 that is more than double of what the state government's number is they should send the details to the government an association of medics has extended support to the resident doctors of Kasturba Hospital and Hindu Rao Hospital in Delhi and threatened mass resignation if their demand for payment of salaries pending for 3 months is not met immediately The Municipal Corporation Doctors Association has written to Delhi's Lieutenant Governor Anil Bejal. Sir Gangaram Hospital meanwhile has approached the Delhi High Court seeking the quashing of the FIR filed against the hospital by the Delhi police based on a complaint by the Delhi government for allegedly violating COVID-19 regulations. The court is set to hear the matter on June 15th. The coronavirus case count in Madhya Pradesh has risen to 10,443 with 440 deaths. Of the total cases 1162 have been recorded in Indore where the death toll is at 166. The state government has decided to charge a corona tax on fuel. With the tax of 1 rupees the price of petrol will increase to 82.64 rupees per liter and that of diesel will rise to 73.14 rupees per liter. Karnataka has reported 271 new cases taking its count up to 6516 while the death toll stands at 79 Karnataka's medical education minister K Sudhakar has said that according to medical experts there will be a surge in covid-19 cases after August 15th He said that about 97% of over 3000 active cases in the state are asymptomatic adding that the government is taking all precautionary measures in that direction Andhra Pradesh's total number of cases has gone up to 4,558 after 186 more people tested positive for coronavirus in the last 24 hours. The Andhra Pradesh government has decided to conduct random tests on asymptomatic devotees arriving at Tirumala Temple in Chittur district as well as on employees of the shrine on a daily basis. 118 COVID-19 positive cases and 3 deaths have been reported in Rajasthan today. 164 people have recovered while 177 have been discharged so far. The total number of positive cases in the state now stands at 12,186 including 275 deaths. In Kerala, coronavirus positive cases stand at 2,322 including 19 deaths. Kerala's principal secretary Vishwas Mehta has said that from June 20th all private chartered flights arriving in the state from West Asian countries will only carry people who test negative for the virus. He said that passengers will have to carry their test certificates. 
In Sikkim, 63 people are infected with COVID-19, but zero deaths have been reported. The Sikkim government has deferred reopening of educational institutes by a month and has decided to resume classes in schools, colleges and universities in the first week of August this year. Sweden tried it and failed miserably. Britain almost considered it before opting for a lockdown instead. And as we speak, the idea continues to divide experts on science and ethics both. It is called herd immunity, the latest buzzword in the COVID-19 response space. Did you know that for herd immunity to kick in in India, 18% of Indians will have to be immune to the virus? Roughly, that is close to 25 crore people. However complicated the concept of herd immunity may sound, there is actually some easy science behind it. To understand it, read Amit Chandelya's article titled, Herd Immunity, Should India Let Coronavirus Move Freely? You'll find it on newslaundry.com. And while you're at it, do check out all the other stuff we do. From podcasts, video interviews to in-depth ground reports, there is a bunch of stuff we do to keep you informed. Also, I think now is a good time to remind you, dear listeners, that News Laundry is an ad-free news platform. We believe that in order for news to serve true public interest, it needs to be independent. No advertisers or sponsors in the middle. So if you think we're doing a good job, please subscribe to us. A monthly plan starts as low as 300 rupees only. Now for some international updates on the virus. Globally, over 7.7 million people have been infected with COVID-19 and more than 418,000 have died. In the US, there have been 2.09 million confirmed cases, while the death toll in the country has crossed 116,000. Brazil, meanwhile, has overtaken Britain as the country with the world's second-highest COVID-19 death toll after 843 new deaths pushed the total fatalities in the country to 41,901. Despite this, President Bolsonaro has continued to undermine social distancing by attending rallies and visiting shops. Two health ministers in his government were forced out in under a month after clashing with him over coronavirus. Russia has reported 8,706 new coronavirus cases, bringing the total number of people in the country who have been infected with the virus to 520,129. Authorities said that 114 people have died of the virus in the last 24 hours, raising the official national death toll to 6,829. China has reported 11 new cases, of which six are domestic cases in Beijing. The authorities have locked down parts of the city due to the fresh cluster. Currently, 74 patients are infected. China's National Health Commission said that a number of the new symptomatic cases were linked to the meat and vegetable markets. Beijing's district officials have said that the district is in wartime emergency mode following the spike in cases. Spain's daily coronavirus death toll has been on hold for almost a week, causing uncertainty about the state of the epidemic that has claimed more than 27,000 lives in the country. In Nepal, the number of coronavirus cases have risen to 5,062 and 16 patients have died so far. The police in Nepal have arrested 10 people, including 7 foreigners, as demonstrations against the government's handling of the COVID crisis continued with hundreds of protesters gathering in the capital city of Kathmandu. Now for some non-coronavirus news. NASA has a new head of human spaceflight, a hugely important role to fill as the space agency returns astronaut launches to US soil and works toward landing humans on the moon for the first time in five decades. 
Cathy Luders, who has spent 28 years at NASA, will lead the agency's Human Exploration and Operations Mission Directorate, or HEO. She will be the first woman ever to fill the role. NASA's previous chief of human spaceflight, Doug Lavero, abruptly resigned from the space agency last month, citing a mistake that he had made earlier this year. According to a CNN business report, Lavero's departure was related to the contracts that were awarded for the development of lunar landers, or vehicles that can carry astronauts to the moon's surface, according to a source familiar with the matter. Luder's appointment comes after she spent seven years leading NASA's commercial crew program, a first-of-its-kind effort in which NASA asked the private sector to develop spacecraft capable of carrying astronauts to and from the International Space Station. Luder's leadership of that program culminated in the historic success of SpaceX's Demo 2 launch last month. The launch had carried NASA astronauts Robert Bernkin and Doug Hurley to the space station. It marked the first time humans have travelled into the orbit from US soil since NASA's space shuttle program ended in 2011. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. While India and China are still negotiating a de-escalation, Indian TV news anchors decided it's time to declare war on China. Sudhir Chaudhary and Amish Devgan read the same WhatsApp message and explained why the Chinese army is full of no-good spoiled brats. Meanwhile, Dawood Ibrahim was bumped off once again. This time, it was because of COVID-19. Because, you know, why not? If there is no good news, make it up, right? And at last but not the least, Arnab Goswami was called for interrogation and Manisha had some serious questions about his face mask. To catch up on all the drama on TV news, watch the latest episode of TV Nuisance on Newslaundry.com. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. 